0: Welcome to the spoiler cast for rehydrate this episode will contain spoilers of all of the three body problem and the entire remembrance of Earth's past series. If you don't want to be spoiled on future events, please skip this episode. This is season one episode four, the universe flickers covering chapter seven to nine of the three body problem. My name is Amin and I've read up to chapter nine of the three body problem, but I have not read anything else. And I'm joined by my co-host, Dan.
1: Hi, I'm Dan. I've read the entire series multiple times.
0: So in this episode, we're going to talk about chapters 7 through 9. For those of you who are listening to the main podcast, uh, last week Dan had said that these eras are made up of periods of intense cold and heat depending on the apparent random appearance of the sun. So Dan, is it really random? Because I seem to remember that you a little bit emphasized the word "apparent" when you were describing it.
1: I, I think that was unintentional for me to emphasize. I did uh, emphasize other things in my in my my recap on purpose. Uh, I can talk about that a little bit later. But I think the reason I said it that way is because the you know the whole premise of the VR world is that. Um, you have this planet that's surrounded by three suns, right? And those suns cause weird gravitational um, orbits within, you know, for that planet. And that's why um, it causes these stable and chaotic areas for the inhabitants of the world. Uh, Because if you think about, like, the VR world is that it's, you know, the three-body problem and they're trying to solve it. Um, So you think about the planet that's revolving on these three suns, but they get captured by gravity, um, you know, from one sun. And then, like, they they move around and maybe the other sun comes around and gets captured by its gravity so that's why the the sunrise and sunset of the different suns is so is so chaotic and so unstable and so the people in the world are trying to you know trying to make sense of that and trying and trying to plan for it basically so because the chaotic areas are so intensely cold or hot that they won't be able to basically live and that's why they have to rehydrate and they have to dehydrate and rehydrate um, when those areas actually come. So if they have foreknowledge of when that's actually going to happen, it gives them an advantage to kind of build up civilization and plan for those different areas. So it's, it's random in that regard where it's just by the laws of physics, it's random.
0: So in the book, in chapter seven, Wang Miao is, is in the game and they, I'm going to use air quotes, but they lose and, and the game ends. So when I assume somewhere in in this book or in this series that they, this this game plays a, a larger role than just this one chapter but yeah so when they go back is it like replaying super mario brothers where it follows the same pattern so next time they'll they'll know when the next stable era is coming and then there's some other challenge that they have to do or is it random game every single time
1: no, if you remember the at the end of the chapter, they said uh, civilization 137 has ended. Um, you know, please log on for future. I forget what I forget exactly what it said, but it was like please log on in the future to you know to continue your journey through three body. So every time, and and there's a couple. Uh, I think there's like five or six times they return to the three body. Um, world and every time it's like a new civilization and they jump by like like hundreds or or you know tens or hundreds of of civilizations in the future and so if you remember they actually like people they met were like chinese historical figures and so they actually like later on they meet other historical figures and even like westernized ones so they meet like eventually like copernicus and einstein and van neumann aristotle and a whole bunch of other historical figures that we we recognize and they have like different and more modern approaches to you know, like as like the civilization increases like like the industrial age and the and the atomic age but they know about all the stuff that happened in the past but like as like the technology uh, progresses they're able to like do more advanced ways to try to calculate when the, st- the stable and chaotic areas are going to be and actually they look down upon the the previous areas like in this one they're like oh yeah they're just like basically witchcraft of <laughs> guessing like because they're like oh it's based off of the sun and the moon whatever and like and so they they kind of look down on their methods and they go oh these are the more advanced methods of you know how we actually calculate it but then they never work like they're all <laughs> they all fail oh. and they all, <laughs> all the civilizations eventually die and that that's the whole point of the of the game at all is that uh, it's, it's an intractable problem. Like it's not something that you can really solve. And the trisoliverans, the people who actually live on the world actually eventually have to leave and they, you know, they leave to come over to take over earth.
0: I see. So, so how is the three body game connected to the quote unquote real world? So the non game parts of, of the book
1: back at red coast base. Um, you know, they, they, I think in in the near, I forget which chapter it's part of, but it's, it's soon in, in the book. Well, Maybe not soon. The eventually Yeo GA like makes contact with the Trisolarans, you know, using the, the antenna at Retco space and using the sun as an amplifier to send a message to Trisolaris. And what they do is they res- eventually they respond back and they figure out like the, the coordinates of Earth and they figure they need because like Trisolaris is like four and a half light years away, I think. Uh, and their speed their ships can only fly at like one one hundredth of, of light speed. Um, so it's going to take them 400 years to get here because of their technology at the time. So what they do is, because they have a little bit more advanced knowledge of science and physics and, and that kind of thing than us, or probably a lot more advanced. What they do is they come up with a way to basically unfold a proton into 11 dimensions, and that is enough where it kind of en- envelops the entire world of Trisolaris, and they it, they imprint a computer. On, the, on those uh, uh, on the edges of those those protons, and then they refold into um, into the eleven dimensional, uh, basically the size of a proton, and those are able to travel travel at um, at light speed, and so they send those to to Earth, and then what they can do then is they can communicate via quantum entanglement between the two the two sofons at each end, and that's how wh- if you remember a couple of chapters ago, like Wang Miao saw like the numbers um you know in front of his eyes and on the photos so those sophons are able to like interact like if you think about like a, a piece of film like all it is is like light particles right that are like causing or, or light rays that are causing like the imprint on the film so the sophons actually like go back and forth on the film like you know millions of times because they can travel at light speed and they imprint the numbers on there and similarly they can do that against the retinas of people uh and so they are able eventually also to put words in front of people's eyes Uh, and that's how they communicate with people and it starts out with people who are just in what's called the eto which is the earth trisolaris uh, organization and they are sort of the representatives of you know that those are the people who are are willing and wanting the trisolarians to come here they're all broken in some way like yeah when is like pretty broken from her father getting killed and having like no that no faith in humanity uh, anymore they communicate with them and so this gets complicated and like very uh the, the way the eto kind of breaks up is into like various factions so later in the book in like chapter 30 um when they're they're kind of figuring all that stuff out they talk about how the eto is actually split up in the different factions and so the passage goes um let's look at the current composition of the eto the adventists would like to destroy the human race by means of an alien power the redemptionists worship the alien civilization as a god and the survivors wish to betray other humans to buy their own survival none of these is in line with the original ideal of using the alien civilization as a way to reform humanity how that actually works in, t- in conjunction with the three body game is that shen yufei is actually a member of the redemptionists and they think that by solving the three-body problem the Trisolarans come here they'll be able to kind of work with us uh, and you know create a more utopian civilization but they worship them as gods um, they, they call them Lord all the time uh, actually all of them call them Lord <laughs> um, and so that's how it kind of works and so they developed this game to bring other people into the uh, into the ETO and try to like that's why they always have like pretty much high-minded scientists working on trying to solve yeah this problem and so when they're in the game they'll communicate with other high-minded scientists kind of people to um to figure out how the tricelars could continue to live on on but then they would also come here and uh, reform our society
0: that's that's kind of confusing but i'm sure it'll all <laughs> I'm sure it all makes sense over context
1: yeah oh. i mean i i'm probably not describing it in like the most coherent way um you know like it, it does get confusing and like people have different motivations and the, especially when, when you have like already an alien faction a secret faction on earth who conspires with aliens and that faction breaks into like multiple factions and those factions are warring with each other <laughs> yeah it gets it, it gets confusing and then the the eto itself like the way it recruits people is you know th- through the game and then they also have like a big um financial backer um who finances all these things like the, the game is not cheap to make right so they have like this you know independently wealthy person who finances all these endeavors to um try to try to further the the eto huh.
0: i never even thought about the the business side of the game at all but yeah i guess somebody has to be in charge of it
1: someone has to pay for it right yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah if yeah they have. The, the, there's this guy um who we get introduced to later in the book called mike evans who sympathizes with the about her feelings about like the humanity but mike evans actually turns out to be a pretty hardcore adventists and you know wants the aliens to kind of take over and just destroy the entire uh, entire human world where some of the other like like i said like shen yufei is a is a redemptionist where she thinks like we can cohabitate and there's other people the survivalists who think they could just kind of cower and then like live in the shadow of the Tricelarans. But like the, they're the kind of the, the, the more weak ones of, of all of them. And this is all in like the first book. So wow. yeah, (laughs) there's a lot that happens in the first book. And then the second book goes, you know, in a much different direction. Well, maybe that's not true. Maybe not much different direction, but it really expands the scope of, of how, so at the end of the first book, the, you know, humans are just be getting to know like all this information like it's like a big revelation to to all humans like holy crap there's like really aliens out there and oh man they're coming to <laughs> they're coming to take over the earth right and they learn about the eto and they learn about all these different things um and then the second book at least like the first half of it is about preparing for the aliens to come here and like what we're going to do to actually like combat them because uh, the eto is still a force but like they're pretty much taken out um yeah, in this book, in, in three body problem, um, but there's still like factions of them around to work against our our prior like ours as humans priorities to um, to let the the larens come here and take over. So there's a lot of interesting ways that humans develop to to kind of combat that that incoming invasion.
0: So, so this this might be something for a future spoiler cast, but Mike Evans, I'm assuming, is not Chinese. No. Um, so, so this this becomes this becomes a book of international intrigue and and politics.
1: More f- quote unquote foreign people do, okay, um, do show up, but it's it's primarily Chinese people um, that that are the, always like the central characters. So Mike Evans is sort of the the shady uh, foreign person who comes in and and ba- and, 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 <laughs> and 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 backs the uh, the ETO. So it's it's sort of a weird you know uh, system. If you remember like an uh, the second Batman movie where they had the, the, the guy, the Chinese guy like financing stuff and he was like flying back to China. So it's oh, the opposite right, of that. Right. So <laughs> we <laughs> <laughs> always talk it. about Christopher Nolan and these things, uh, <laughs> we could talk about that too. Um, but yeah, it's like, it, it's sort of like the, the opposite of, of that where we have, you know, like, I don't, I don't, is he American? I think he's American. Um, yeah. And he, he, he's the, the shady foreign, uh, financier of, uh, of shady organizations
0: in in preparation for these these spoiler casts it's clear that you are skimming through the entire book to find to find references that that call back to our current chapter so how has the reading experience changed uh, because you are you are by far the most knowledgeable about this series amongst the four hosts
1: it's uh it's it's been an interesting experience you know when i when we first started this project i got really excited about rereading it because like i love these books like i i was like really into them when when i read them and i started like making the reading list and seeing these chapters and being oh man like this part's so great like and, and like waiting for you guys to get in certain parts of the books i don't think we like there's a couple big like set pieces that happen in in each book i'm just really excited for you guys to kind of experience that but the other issue is that like as I'm reading to them, I'm, like, scared that you guys aren't going to like it. <laughs> uh, like, I have, like, this, this feeling, like, oh, man, like, especially, like, when you start talking about, like, how the dialogue <laughs> is bad, or, you know, like, you know, like, like you know, Jim's very critical of things, like, Jim already read the first book, so I know he liked it, so maybe, like, that is unfounded, but still, like, I have, I've talked it up a lot, so I'm a little bit scared um, about um, some of the your, your reaction to it like I hopefully you guys really like it because i really like it uh, and hopefully like you guys also enjoy um the, the same kind of style so well, it's, been, may, it's been interesting may, in that regard
0: <laughs> may, maybe season two of rehydrate will only have three hosts because one of us will just be disgusted by this whole thing <laughs> <laughs> hopefully <laughs> it, it's not me it, yeah <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's funny you say that because things that i really really like i i want other people to like as well so i i totally understand where you're coming from about being nervous about that and then i think also in our culture in american culture i'll say there's also this thing about if something you like becomes too popular and then everybody else likes it it's kind of passe or it's not it's not yours anymore or something so i'm curious when the netflix show comes out and everyone has three body problem baseball caps and t-shirts how how you'll (laughs) feel about that
1: yeah I mean it, there was the same kind of experience with yeah with Game of Thrones where you know all the people who read the books like you know felt entitled to the oh yeah <laughs> to, to the sh- to the show into the series like all these like casual casual like TV show watchers like don't even know about all this like interesting backstory and you know lady stoneheart and all these other weird right. weird stuff that the show never um of never got to and then you know i i do definitely have some of that smugness to my to me and like you know kind of look down on just like not look down but like think that the people watching the show aren't getting as a rich of experience as they could be if they read the books and probably i'll feel the same about the about the three-body tv show um assuming they they, they do the kind of the same thing but yeah like i think like my my more immediate concern, yeah, is just, like, you guys aren't going to like it. And then, like, <laughs> you're going like, to, like, my biggest fear is, like, you guys are going to say, I'm not, I'm not going to do a season two. This book one is lame. I'm not going to read this again, like. Uh, and then book two, like, goes in a really different direction, too. Um, it, it's a very different style um, than book one. And book three is even much different than that. So, I mean, hopefully you guys will be will be on board to, like, you know, continue through and not just... And not hate it like that's my my main concern so actually like the way i'm rereading it is um i'm actually like re- rereading the entire series again so i can have a little bit more context yeah. so i'm already like halfway through book two again oh wow um, and i'm reading like the the chat so I'm, I'm rereading the chapters as we do them and then also rereading the entire series just to re- just so i can remember everything because it's been a little while i mean it's been a couple years since i read this series so you you naturally just forget things so yeah that, yeah, that's, and, yeah. And, and i'm
0: sure i'm sure reading it and and having to explain it to other people takes on a different tone than just reading it for pleasure and on the couch or in bed or, or wherever people <laughs> don't really read books so I'm yeah sure, i'm sure that also makes this different <laughs> for you because you you have to overanalyze things you probably didn't overanalyze before
1: yeah and i feel kind of like responsible especially like in this one to talk about like future events that happen and like think about and, and remember like exactly how they all work together because uh, the story does get really complicated you know pretty fast it's already getting complicated right um but like when they actually even reveal some of the mysteries of how things happen like it's still pretty hard to understand unless you read it a couple of times so hopefully like i'm i don't want to lead people down the wrong path by the stuff that i'm saying but my goal is that you know since you don't care about spoilers is that you know as as you hear about these cool things that happen or things that i think are cool happening later in the book that you'll be more interested in reading the book right you'll be more interested to like learn those things by yourself
0: yeah, yeah, and and so far I, I I'm really enjoying this. I I think honestly I think for for the podcast pace is is the right pace to go at. But if I was reading for myself, it's it's much more interesting, and I would read it much faster if I was if I was just reading it independently. I'll say so. Um, so far, I'm enjoying it. If that eases your mind at all. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Is is there? So, are there any other spoilers we need to cover this week? Uh,
1: I did want to touch on one thing. Uh, I don't know if you if you happen to notice, but like when I when I talked about the the recap for the show and last time, I, I kind of really focused on the words two dimensional when they de- dehydrated, because I think that's an allusion to like, the later on the dimensionality of of how like the the two dimensional attack happens, and like even reading the books again this time, there's so many references to dimensionality um, that I didn't really catch the first couple times I read through. Um, so I'm going to try to drop some inside knowledge of the, the series inside the recap. So I guess look out for that.
0: Okay. Uh, I, will, I will certainly, as I'm reading it, I will also keep an, an eye out for that. So I, uh, thanks for that tip. All right. So thanks for listening. Uh, if you have any comments, you can email us at rehydrate at fastmail.com. That's F-A-S-T-M-A-I-L.com or on Twitter at RehydratePod. Please join us next time for episode 5, Da Shur, where we'll be reading chapters 10 and 11 of the Three-Body Problem.